Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And here we go. Where would you like to start today? <laughs> the Rams are Super Bowl champions and it is time for Travis Rogers, Alan Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is on for your Rams Super Monday. Here's the snap. Here's the knee. The Bengals will not call a timeout. The sidelines empty. Rings for the Rams. A Lombardi trophy for Los Angeles. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. Travis was in the house, part of the Rams broadcast team. He is pumped. Slee was pumped. Producer Emily was there at SoFi for the broadcast of Super Bowl 56 yesterday, where the Rams beat the Bengals and are hoisting the Lombardi Trophy today. So many contributions. It's about the team. I'm so happy for these players. World champs, baby! We are your home of the Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams. Let's get to it for a celebration. Rams Super Monday and Travis and Sliwa right now. Here we go. Live from L.A. Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah! Super Bowl champs, Al. Can you see what's in my hands right now? Do you, do you see what I'm holding in my hands? In my I'm trying to see. I can't. Hands. I can't tell what it is. Can you not make out? What oh, it's that a confetti. Is? It's a confetti. It's a confetti from SoFi. SoFi playing surface. Carlos scooped me up a big handful of confetti when he That's was down awesome. there. That is actual championship yep. confetti that I have here in my uh, my office here at the house. That's going to go in a little cup, and I'm going to keep it. And now I have championship. And then we'll end confetti. up on Craigslist for thirty six dollars. Yeah, but see, look, this this isn't just any old piece of white paper that they cut okay. into a strip. This is yep. championship confetti. You can't you can't get this just anywhere. This is actual the confetti shot out of the cannon, dropped from the roof. Forty four dollars. <laughs> There's always a price. I'll tell you what. Fifty and I'll do the shipping. <laughs> Fifty and I'll, and I'll and I'll throw in the the shipping along the way. Just a tremendous day. Yeah. It was such a good game too, Al. Like like you said, and you know the emotion of it all that they won, mm-hmm. that they that they came back six years ago, that they won. That Sean McVay is you know he's he's done everything there is to do in five years as a head coach. But the game itself had so many different moments, and and I mean let, let's let's kind of work backwards from here. Okay. What the hell were the Bengals doing on fourth and one going shotgun empty formation? What what was that? When I'm not kidding you. When I saw him line up like that, I'm thinking, okay, they're 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 back. He's gonna come back under center. He's trying to get a look, but there's no yep. way on fourth and one, after what Aaron Donald just did, that they're gonna go in, in shotgun formation and basically eliminate any chance of running the ball. And they did, and Aaron Donald was back there at half a second. The second you saw him in, in shotgun, you're thinking, what in the hell are they doing? Do you remember in the first quarter? Um, they had the ball at the 50-yard line, right around the 50-yard line. It was fourth and one, and they went shotgun formation again, and Burrow missed the receiver. I mean, he threw it basically to the wrong receiver. It Mm -hmm. was tipped, and then that was it. New set of downs. Rams have the ball. They score seven. that, That was the first score of the game was that fourth and one. It made me think in the fourth quarter, final possession of the game, they're doing it again. By the way, they had the ball 
it was second and one. They got nine yards on that first down and then threw one, I don't know, way out of bounds and then tried running it and then shotgun formation again. I'm with you on that. I, I, I really, really thought the way they moved the ball so quick in a couple of plays, they're not far from at least getting in a field goal range. This is going to be a tie game. It's going to go to overtime. And then, you know, we'll see what happens from there. Both teams have had some success uh, in, in overtime situations. Not the case. Like you mentioned, Aaron Donald came through. But the game was great. The, the game was fantastic. And I think the thing that sticks out to me most with this Rams team, Trav, it wasn't just what happened yesterday. They were in a couple of weeks ago. They playing at Tampa for turnovers. They all the momentum with the Buccaneers. Tom Brady on the other side of the ball. No way they're going to do something with 40 seconds left on the clock. This game's going to overtime. It doesn't happen. They find a way to win. Stafford hits cup on that long one and then the short one before. The game against the 49ers, you're down 10 going into the fourth quarter against the San Francisco 49ers that have absolutely had your number. Forget all the other matchups over the last couple years. Just this season they've had your number. Um, They come back and win. Yesterday, it wasn't a surprise or a shock when they were down that they had an opportunity to come back, that they would come back. But every scenario you want to look at, this was not a team that dominated throughout the playoffs. They needed every single down to do it. They did it yesterday. It was just a capper to it. I, I, I love what you said about the DL because, look, here's what happened yesterday. It's going to get lost in the shuffle because it was such a close game, because it had such an exciting finish, and because there were so many big moments along the way. But here's the truth. Just nuts and bolts of what took place yesterday. The Bengals didn't do jack squat offensively. They had two plays. Yeah. They, they really hit two big plays along the way. They hit the, the, the touchdown to open up the third quarter yep. to, um, to, to Higgins. Uh, and, and they hit the big win. By the way, face mask, so they mm-hmm. missed it. But, you know, look, I, I'm not going to do that thing. Oh, you know, they missed it. It happens all the time. They miss them both ways. It's That's a, it's they should have gotten. It's a big one to miss, but you are right. It's it happens all the time. That miss. was just like uh, <laughs> Ramsey turning around like, did no one just see in the 37 different camera angles the dude pull my face mask? Yeah, it's a big one to miss. Here's It's a huge one to miss, and I'm not saying that it isn't, but had that been with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter, you want to riot. But it was the first play of the third quarter. There's a ton of – you can't let that be the thing that derails you from winning the game. So they hit that big play, and they ran a trick play that worked. They ran a trick play where the running back threw a touchdown pass to the wide receiver. You, you got me, okay? Really, other than that, they didn't do anything, out. No. That defense was lights out. And in the second half, six more sacks. Aaron Donald on third and one. Aaron Donald on fourth and one. He closes the show the same way Aaron Donald closed the show in the NFC Championship game against Jimmy Garoppolo. That all the, the, the Rams defense, Stafford and Cup and Beckham and all of these unbelievable sure. offensive players, the defense was outstanding yesterday and it, it, I, I know that we talk a lot about Aaron Donald it could have been the MVP but they gave up basically two plays yesterday that's about it that's an extraordinary performance and go back to the playoffs just you know how they got here so what they did yesterday the defense how about after the Niners go up 10 it, it's it's lights out how about when the Rams go up three on the 49ers, and Garoppolo's got the ball again, and this is a similar situation to Week 18. It was, no, the game is over. You're only going backwards. And how many times yesterday in the game, Cincinnati, it's first and 10, and by the time they punt, it's fourth and 20. You know, and seven sacks again yesterday, and I know that's more of a problem with the Bengals, but it's also a highlight of the strengths of the Rams. You're right, that that defense yesterday – 
Um, there were plenty. Of, there were a couple chances there that the Bengals. Hey, they get another field goal here. They put any more points on the board. It's it's incredibly dangerous territory. And every time they were in one of those situations, the Rams D came through, and it was it was fitting that the game ended on a defensive stance, even though Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford did what they did to get the to to get the seven prior to that. All right. So before we get to some more phone calls here, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. There was another one really super late in the game. And because yep. the Rams won and because the same guy ended up catching the game-winning touchdown pass, I don't want this to get relegated to the oh-do-you-remember-when file. The shot Cooper Cup took in the back of the end zone that should have been the go-ahead touchdown that yep. ultimately was nullified by offsetting penalties out. I thought he was dead when he got hit. He got that was one of those shots that when it happened, you're like, "Oh gosh, please get up, please mm-hmm. get up, please be okay." And even when he got up and realized that you know he was going to able to keep going, I'm thinking, "There's no way he's seeing straight. There's no way he's going to be able to do what he needs to do after taking a shot like that." That if I'm the Bengals, that was a huge win for them in that moment because not only did the play get offset, but the Rams' best player just got absolutely destroyed. And about four seconds later, he's yeah, in the he scores just, another one. Just yeah, he scores another one. You know, it, it's funny because a couple moments happened yesterday, and this is the last thing that you want. Beckham goes down with his injury. There's a play where Matt Stafford looks like his ankle gets rolled under a pile. Joe Burrow, there's a play where um, it, it looked like his knee I – mean, I, I can't describe it perfectly, but again, he looks like he's injured. He's limping off the field. The Cooper Cup one that you mentioned – and in each one of those plays, it's like, please tell me that an injury is not going to dictate what happens if Burrow yeah. can't go back or if Stafford can't go back or if Cup can't come back in. And I'd, I know Odell Beckham, which is, you know, that that's one of those injuries. Michael always says it during the Laker broadcast, right? Was there – did it happen on his own? If it happened on his own, you're more concerned about than it was, yeah. well, that guy hit him at, at the wrong spot or whatever the case is. Beckham, right when he went down, the first thing I thought of, I'm like, yeah, that's one of those injuries that it, it didn't look like, oh, you know what, uh, he, uh, it, it's a minor injury, and unfortunately for him, tore his ACL. You're, you're so right, Al, because where I was sitting, when it, it was a short route, right? It's a little drag across the middle, mm-hmm. and the, 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 the ball in the air only had to travel maybe eight or nine yards, right? It was, a, it was a pretty short little pass, and Matthew Stafford just whistles it in there. It's just... Yep. Right. And, and he dropped it. And from where I'm sitting, I couldn't see what happened. And the way he rolled over, I thought he threw it so hard that maybe he caught it funky and like broke his finger or something like no, that. No, he collapsed. Yep. And then when they showed it on the replay up in the box, I'm like, Ugh, exactly what you said. Not only was it not what I thought it was, but it's a it's a non-contact injury. Nobody actually touched him. And that's how you know it's just bad news. And and I would love to see the Rams bring him back. There were reports that he might be willing to take a little bit of a of a discount to come back. And why wouldn't he? It's a perfect fit for him. They got the quarterback, the offense, the other guy on the other side, so you can both feed off of each other. It's the perfect spot. But I also get if he wants to go get paid, that makes sense too. Well, I, I think a lot of it has to do with. You're right about it. I mean, look, financially, we'll see. He's got a Super Bowl. I mean, you got to the at the end of the day. Yes, a lot of these players are trying to make as much money as they can. This is their professional career. You want to take care of your family, everything else. But I think sometimes when you have that security, now the priority might be, I just want to get a chip. Can I get a Super Bowl? Can I get Aaron Donald? You saw his reaction yesterday. But it's 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 interesting to see for me a guy like Matt Stafford, um, a guy like Odell Beckham, where they were in predicaments or situations in their career where it was – 
How's the best way to describe it? Matt Stafford can't control the situation with the Detroit Lions. All he can do to the best of his ability is play his position, hope that the right talent comes, hope that they draft some great uh, great players, hope that his defense can complement the offense. And then in one year, he came to the Rams, and everything was already set up. And he said something yesterday in the postgame. He was on, uh, I can't remember if it was NBC or ESPN, but he kept saying, like, kept he was up there with Cooper Cup. Actually, I, I, it was with ESPN. They were doing primetime. He kept saying, like, I walked into a situation that was already built. I walked into a situation that, yeah, sometimes you say, here's the keys to the franchise. He walked in, and it was everywhere I look, things are, there are no corners being cut. It's a it's a solid defense. I got the right wide receivers, um, and he was put in a position to succeed in his first opportunity to do it with a team and an organization that he can cash in on. He cashed in. He absolutely was put in the position that you just described, but he still had to come in and perform, and he did. You know, a lot of guys are put in positions to succeed, and they can't make it happen. He, he, he performed in the in his- biggest clutch situations all playoffs long. First guy ever to get a fourth-quarter game-winning touchdown drive in three playoff games in the same season. So there you go. Wow. That, is a, that is a group of exactly one guy long. And you said something, Slee, that I want to circle back to about his time in Detroit that he will never say, but I'm going to say it for him. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And the Rams Super Celebration Week all week right here on 710. Listen every hour for your chance to win a Rams Super Bowl champions hat 877-710-ESPN. Call right now. 877-710-ESPN. Caller number 10 wins because why wouldn't it be number 10? Go Cooper Cup. Your champion's hat. Caller number 10. 877-710-ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. That's kind of it right there. We do know how to party. We do know how to throw big parties that the entire world watches. And last night was just unbelievable. And like we talked about to open the show, Sleet, that they they had a plan about a year ago. And just, you know. Wow, what good luck. Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford are both in Cabo at the same time. What are the odds? Wow, neat, cool. And then they end up playing together, uh, you know, five minutes later. That's a really fortuitous uh, coincidence right there. But here's the deal. And Matthew Stafford is humble, hardworking, team-oriented, all of these things, not to mention an unbelievable quarterback who threw a no-look pass to Cooper Cup for 22 yards with about two minutes to go in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. No big yeah, deal. When just, you need a touchdown and you're down four. Yep. <laughs> right. Just that. that that's yeah. not a big deal. I'm going to say something for him that he will never, ever, ever say. And that's, guys, it wasn't me. I wasn't the problem. <laughs> if you would have put me in an organization where I was surrounded by competence I would have done this a long time ago. I would have been in this mix over, over, and over again. I'm one of these dudes. And I went to Detroit because that's where I got drafted. And because of the sort of guy I am, I gave you everything I had for 12 years. But I can't do it by myself. 
And this idea that I can't win a playoff game, that's nonsense. I was on a bad team for a dozen years. What do you want from me? Because the second you put competency around me, and I'm talking general manager, I'm talking ownership, I'm talking head coach, I'm talking other very good players on my roster on both sides of the ball, the second I had it, I'm one for one. Okay, I'm not one for two or three or four. I'm one for one. That The second I got this stink of the Lions off of me, yeah. I punched my ticket in my very – he will never, ever say that. But I would imagine that in the back of his mind he's thinking, had I been in a situation that was functional – look, not everybody's going to land in New England with Bill Belichick. I get yep. it. Not everybody lands on the Steelers. But just some basic competency. Think about what that dude's career might have looked like. You know, and it's probably more common in sports his route, right? There's, sure. It's more common because there's so many organizations, whether in Major League Baseball or whether in the uh, in the NFL or the NBA, that you have organizations that just don't know what they're doing, Trav, or not everyone's aligned, or an owner isn't willing to go all in, or they made such awful draft picks that it sets them back for five, seven, ten years, whatever the case is. So I, I think his predicament, his situation – I'm sure there's other NFL players sitting back saying, look what Matt Stafford just did when he was on a good organization. What's actually, what it really does is it makes the Rams even that much more attractive. It makes the Rams a place. You heard Von Miller talking about this, Odell Beckham. A lot of them were praising the organization. Look at the way they do things here. Look at the way the the front office works. Look at the way head coach Sean McVay, uh, even if they lost, Trav, and and I, I always want to emphasize that because it's easy today to say, look, everything worked out perfect. It's not easy to do what the Rams did. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do what the Rams did over the last couple of years. It's not. And, and, you know, to win a Super Bowl, especially in the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals, I don't know off the top of my head how many years they've been in the NFL. They've been a in the Super time. Bowl. They've been in the Super Bowl three times. They've They've still yet to win a Super Bowl. It's not easy to win a Super Bowl. And I, the only reason why I bring that up because it's easy to look at it today and this morning and say to ourselves, well, look, they went all in and it worked. Even if it didn't work, even if it didn't work, you have to appreciate that they're in the mix and they obviously had the right mix and none of the games were easy. They could have lost to Tampa. They could have lost to the 49ers. They could have lost to the Bengals. They performed in those elite players that you kind of put all your stock in came through at the end. And I'm talking about Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald. I want to read a tweet from Daniel Bridges right here, Slee, and and he writes to to both of us. It says, I know everyone's happy, but can you talk about McVay not abandoning the run sooner? He put a lot of pressure on his offense after OBJ went down and only got away from it in the fourth. (laughs) Were you looking at Twitter as the game was playing out? At all. No, did no, I actually was up? not. No. Okay, so that was the from about halfway through the third quarter. Trying to stop a rookie came, from eating all the sushi <laughs> and the ramen. Yes. <laughs> you had he had Slee had like a uh, United Nations spread. <laughs> he had a little bit of food from all over the world. He was uh, he was doing the it's the Super Bowl, huh? What's more Super, Super Bowl, Bowl than sushi? <laughs> <laughs> so when you were doing your UN Super Bowl party, people on Twitter were like, hey, um, uh, maybe maybe throw it to Cooper Cup. Maybe throw it to Cooper Cup. We're all kind of murmuring at the press box, like, uh, maybe I get and OBJ's hurt. Maybe you throw it to number ten. They keep trying to run it. They, I think, they had six consecutive series on first down where they ran the ball and got stuffed. It just went nowhere. And I'll give Sean McVay credit for this. And and that that text or excuse, that tweet, I think, is accurate. But he did do it. He eventually did do it. He got to that point with about six minutes left in the game. It was one of these f the game plans. 
I'm just going to throw it to him every time because I, I can't I can't mess around anymore. We're getting down to those last couple of plays, and I give Sean McVay credit for that. He's trying to work his plan, but like you and I have said before, sometimes he gets stubborn. Sometimes he gets kind of locked. Well, this is the way we do things, and it felt like that's what it was for about three and a half quarters. In the fourth quarter, it's like, okay, who's my best player? It's Cooper Cup. Let's just throw it to him over and over and over and over again, and it worked. How about the fourth and one in the final drive? where they didn't throw it to Cooper Cup. Hand they ran it with Cooper Cup. And that, I, I listened to the broadcast. I forgot who said it, but it basically said, either you look like a genius or you look like an idiot in that play. But I thought the fact just getting Cooper Cup the ball, you know what, I can hand the ball off to a running back. I can hand the ball off to somebody else. Can I just give it to the dude that is coming through every time we ask him, can you come through? He says, yes, I can, and he does it again. And, I, you know, like that was the game. Fourth and one. We forget it. You forget about that it play was. because yes. the drive was so long. At least it felt long. A lot of stops, a lot of plays. penalties. Um, you know, the final 10 yards seemed like it took 10 minutes in itself. But that fourth and one, it, it was another handoff this time to Cooper Cup. Well, you and I were talking earlier, and this is why if you are just getting into your car, you're just listening to Travis and Slee right now, you got to start with this at 10 o'clock in the morning because we cover a lot of great stuff on Travis and Slee. But I had a uh-oh moment when they ran that trick play when they had Cooper Cup throw the ball to Matthew Stafford what did you say when we brought it up the first time Slee? because it was the thing that we were all screaming at exactly the same time I, I my thought was you know I think throwing Stafford throwing to Cup might be a better move than <laughs> Cup throwing it to Stafford I like I like what they've been doing where it's Stafford actually throwing the ball but it, it is did you listen to them <laughs> um, I don't know if you listened to them post game, but they were kind of describing it and they were talking about it, whatever the case is. But that moment worried you. Why did that worry you? Because it smacked a desperation. Yeah. It, ha- it, it had that stink of, I don't know what to do, so I'm going in and I'm just throwing random crap at the wall and hoping that something pops. You know, when, when the Bengals ran their trick player in the game, you're like, well, yeah, they're not as good as the Rams. They're going to yeah. have to do some stuff like this to kind of catch them flat-footed, to kind of find a way to maybe grab a touchdown here or there. Because if they just line up, Aaron Donald's going to eat their lunch. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. But when the Rams did it, it was a, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do By the way, Cooper Cup threw four passes this year. You know how many he completed? Was he 0 for 4? Zero. Okay, so he's thrown four. I shouldn't say this year. In his career, he's thrown four yeah. passes. He, let, let, let's, let's throw that. I get it. He's your guy. He's your OPOY Offensive Player of the Year. He's the guy that got us an MVP vote. He's your Super Bowl MVP. Let's just let him catch it and run it. Let, let's, let's stop him throwing the ball along the way. But, yeah, no, it, it had that whiff of – I don't know what else to try, so I have mm-hmm. to try something really weird. And then when he threw it six feet over Matthew Stafford's head, I'm like, this is really bad. Isn't that weird? I mean, I feel like you and I have had this conversation uh, six weeks in a row. You know Cooper Cup's going to get the ball, and there's nothing you could do about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's the – every play it seemed like, at least in the second half, certainly in that last drive – there's a 70% chance he's throwing it to Cooper Cup, and there's still nothing they could do about it. I mean, isn't, isn't that kind of it, – it, you know? And there's no OBJ or Robert Woods on the, on the field. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, he, that's another reason no why, Higby. right? Mm-hmm. No Higby, no Woods, no OBJ. I mean, look, with all due respect to, to Van Jefferson and Bryson Hopkins sure. and Ben Skoranek and these guys, guys, you ain't OBJ. You're not Tyler Higby. You're not Robert Woods. The ball's going. 
to Cooper Cup and eh, just go and, and win the game. The two of us will go do it alone. It, it was extraordinary. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Inglewood, the scene of the Rams winning the Super Bowl yesterday. Melvin in Inglewood. Melvin, you're on with Travis. And Slim. Guys, guys, Hello? OBJ. You're not yeah. Tyler Higby. You're not Robert Turn down your radio, buddy. Turn down your radio. That guy sounds smart. Hold on. Let that guy that we can hear right there go, Slee. He sounds like he okay. knows what he's talking about. All right. About. I'll turn my radio down. Go ahead, Melvin. What's going on, man? Hey, so I just wanted to ask about – first of all, I want to just say what a class act Matt Stafford is. When he was being interviewed yesterday, he said, I want to thank the Rams organization and the Detroit Lions organization for having this trade, and take, having this trade take place. And I thought that was so classy to first mention the Detroit Lions. Hmm. What a great guy, okay? What a great guy. The other thing that I want to say is how do we, how do we judge or grade Jalen Ramsey, okay, he, I, I, and I, I know the guy's a talent. I understand it completely. But he, he has a tendency to play really solid. And then I think sometimes the ego comes into play where he goes to try to make that spectacular play. Yep. And it has got him in trouble for a month now. Okay. <laughs> Mel- Melvin. You know, and I'm looking, for, I'm looking for you guys' input on that more than anything else. Melvin, okay. you're right. You're right. And it's funny because – he is so good and he is so talented that he's probably thinking, I think ego does come into this, I'm going to end the game right now. I'm going to end the game. I'm picking this off, pick six, going to the house, and this thing is a wrap. But that chance, those risks that you take is unnecessary for that Rams defense, right? That the Let the Rams defense kind of, because you're Jalen Ramsey, because you have the line that you have, the defensive line that you have, I don't think you need to do you – don't, you don't have to make plays like that. You don't have to hit a home run if you're the Rams. And he took some chances yesterday, Trav. He took some chances, you know, obviously in the playoffs I, I thought were unnecessary. You want to send a cold shiver down your spine, Silly? Go run back that final play of the game where Aaron Donald gets his hands on uh, Joe Burrow and kind of is spinning him around and Burrow just kind of flips it up in the air. See if you can find a high overhead shot and see where uh, Jamar Chase is on Jalen Ramsey. He's clear of him by about two or three yards. And if Aaron Donald isn't back there when he's back there, who knows what happens because he had him beat again. Jalen Ramsey is probably the best player at his position in the league. Jalen Ramsey did not have a very good game last night. And, look, it's going to happen, and I think exactly the reason he didn't have a good game is exactly what you said, Al. I think he was hunting some big plays because he can, because he's that talented, because he's that good. But he gave up some big plays last night as well. And, and he got he got a bad deal on that face mask that was clearly, you know, he, he got hooked on that. But he won. He's got a Super Bowl championship now as well, and he's still one of the best in the business, but not one of his best games last night at all. Okay, so how about this? Did we not only see maybe the best postseason ever, but did we just witness the greatest season in wide receiver history? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It sounds okay. Home of the Super Bowl champs, Travis and Sliwa. That's that's all right. Parade coming up on Wednesday, Al. We're going to have our – we're finally going to get that championship parade. You talked about a, a tweet that LeBron sent out a little bit earlier. Read that because right. it's an interesting idea. Yeah, LeBron put out, we, Dodgers and Rams, should all do a joint parade together with a live concert afterwards to end it. City of Champions, congrats once again. Um, yeah, I mean, the the Rams are doing it on Wednesday. Lakers have a game against Utah Jazz on Wednesday, so that can't happen. So, But that, uh, we've heard that concept being floated around a couple times, right, that maybe they do something all together because the Dodgers and the Lakers didn't get a parade. Yeah, look, I would have loved to have had a Dodger parade. I would have loved to have had a Laker parade. But th- these feel like they're all individual, right? That, that each team deserves their own thing. And the, the timing of the Rams, or excuse me, the Dodgers and the Lakers was just the, the worst. Po- I mean, there's never a bad time to win a championship, I guess. But considering the, the pandemic and all, I do like the idea of bringing all those teams together. Why not? Let's do it at SoFi. Let's, let's see if Kendrick Lamar and Eminem and Dre Jeez. and Snoop and those guys want to hang out and do one more show. Hey, Mary, hold tight. We're going to get the other teams together. We're going to bring them down here. And uh, would you guys mind doing like an hour afterwards or so? You guys good with that? It works for me. So I they- wonder, listen, I wonder if there's a way that they can and do it we'll, we'll see what happens but this again this is an idea that's been floated around before it's like hey can they try to do something is there any way to um any way to celebrate that championship in 2020 for the dodgers and the lakers probably not like i i have a feeling nothing will happen but if lbj is throwing some ideas out there i'm sure somebody's listening okay so here's what happened last night and it was the culmination of a season that is just really really stupid Okay. Cooper Cup won the receiving triple crown. He had more yards, he had more catches, and he had more touchdowns than anybody else. He was the offensive player of the year, something that typically goes to quarterbacks. He was a Super Bowl MVP. He was the first non-quarterback to win the MVP award since 2018. In the postseason, he finished with the most receptions, the second most receiving yards, Jeez. and tied for the second most receiving TDs in a postseason history. The only other guy to do all of these things is Jerry Rice. Okay, Jerry Rice is the goat of goats. Did we just see the greatest wide receiver season in history or certainly of the last 25 years or so? I don't think there's any question. Listen, I I think on top of that, you know, we were spending time before all these accolades and this and that. Look at the game yesterday. Who's getting the ball? It's Cooper Cup. Who, Who in the game against Tampa and the game is on the line and your team is absolutely reeling Who's getting the ball? It's Cooper Cup. Everybody knows, you know, it, there's no surprise or shock who Matt Stafford's looking for, who Matt Stafford is going to target. You know, we, we use this as an, as an example in the NBA. Let somebody else beat you. It happens in every sport. You know what? Don't pitch to that guy. Let the next guy be the one that goes out there and uh, he's got to get the clutch base hit. NFL, it's the same thing. Take away this receiver and make another, another one of these wide receivers have to beat you. You can have that conversation all day long, 
But when push came to shove, the ball kept going to Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup kept delivering. That that's as it's it's as unbelievable as a performance in one year as you're going to see. But his postseason run in the clutch moments were that's next level as well. A whole nother, yeah, like you mentioned, the one down the middle of the field in Tampa. Just that that's a play that gets connected on never. Literally, it's it's called for the love of the game route for one reason, because the only reason you do it is I love football, so I'm going to run down the middle of the field as fast as I can, and there yeah. is literally zero percent chance that's ever open and they're ever going to throw me the ball. But you got to run it full speed every time, so they have to respect it. And he did it, and then he's MVP last night in all of these things. Can I be a, a football dork for a second? Of course you can. The the game winning touchdown, the the game that gave the the touchdown pass that gave them the lead, the touchdown catch that gave them the lead. Mm-hmm. That's a route he doesn't run. That that that's not a route that the Rams use him for almost ever. That fade route is something they throw to OBJ a yep. lot. That fade route is something they throw to Van Jefferson a lot. That fade route is something they've thrown to Robert Woods a lot. They'll even throw it to Tyler Higby occasionally. Mm-hmm. They don't throw that fade to Cooper Cup. But in the biggest moment of their entire lives, not only are we going to go to you again because, well, you're Cup, but, hey, can you do something that you almost never do real quick and do it perfectly? Yes, Because that's, yeah. <laughs> that's no what problem. he did. That's what he did. I mean, that to have that sort of professionalism, to be in that moment like that, I just, I, I'm still giddy thinking about everything that took place yesterday, Slee. There, is, um, there are certain moments in that game where, you felt like you kind of already knew what was going to happen. Well, I know where the ball's going to go, or I know that Stafford is going to look for this individual. And like I said, you just there, there was no answer for it. And you know, Stafford was as I, I, we mentioned this earlier in the uh, in the show, and it was kind of the conversation last night as well. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes there's a, a player that you don't expect that makes the big catch or makes the sack or something along those lines. That didn't happen yesterday for the Rams. It was all the big players. You know what I mean? Like, it could be uh, – I don't even have a, a great example for this, but it, it's the Giants end up beating the uh, Patriots in the Super Bowl, and it's somebody that you don't know or, mm-hmm. or you're not paying that much attention to. It gets a big reception. Yesterday it was all just – it's the big players. It's the big names. It's like, yep, yeah, that's Cooper Cup. Yep, that's Matt Stafford. And, yes, that's Aaron Donald. If you would have said 11 months ago, you know, just the, right after Tampa beat Kansas City, if you would have said, hey, who are the most three important players on the Rams going into this upcoming season? Who are the three guys that have to be at their absolute best for the Rams to win a Super Bowl? You said, oh, that's easy. It's Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald. And, and who, who were the three guys that closed the show last night? It was Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald. You know, you, you know whose name we haven't said once today, Slee? Yeah. Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle came off of his couch to play in the playoffs. He hadn't played in two years. Comes off his couch. He tore his pec in the first quarter. They, they had DeMar- DeMarco had him on the field after the game. And he goes, yeah, I tore my pec in the first quarter. And you could see it. He got hit and he kind of held his arm kind of weird in a weird way. And then every tackle after that, you could tell he was, he was incredibly – he tore his pec. Let's just play another three and a half quarters. That's Come pretty on. normal. Come on. I, I, I don't even know how to react to that. I really don't. You know, you know how you've said this. You've talked about how – You've been just being in the industry. You've got to go to some amazing sporting events over the years, mm-hmm. uh, boxing matches, uh, other Super Bowls. What what was yesterday for you? What was yesterday for you? Like, is that 
is that one of the – and part of it's going to have to do with the venue. It's going to have to do with the halftime show. It's, it's Super Bowl. It's in L.A. What was yesterday in comparison to some of those other uh, events? It's 1A for me. It, it, and the reason it, it's it's right there at the very, very top is because it was a team that I was emotionally invested in. The the other two things that you were chilling. to the top of the list. Yeah. Right. When SC played Texas in the Rose Bowl, he's going for the quarter. He's got it, Right. I didn't really care who won or lost, right? I mean, I was rooting for SC, but I'm not an SC alum. I'm a UCSB guy. So I wanted SC to win, but when they lost, it wasn't a kick in the gut for me. When Mike Tyson got chopped down by Evander Holyfield, it was shocking, and the place was rocking. But, you know, I just wanted to see a good fight, and I got one. And it was this was an epic event in an epic venue. The entire world is watching and the team that I deeply wanted to You're nervous win as hell. Did. Absolutely. Right. You're, Absolutely. You're feeling all of the emotions with it, so that's why it's at the top of the list. Yeah, I, I, I say that because it, it is one of those, when it's your team and it's your squad, it's really tough to enjoy the game. It really, really is. I mean, it, it's um, – I've, I've mentioned this before, the Game 7 Lakers and the Celtics. Sure. Wait, what, you're enjoying the game halfway through the third <laughs> quarter? Yeah, you know what, let's uh, <laughs> let's go get something to eat. No, like you, you don't enjoy any moment of it. I figured that was you for most of the game yesterday. It, it absolutely was. Let's try a quick one. Let's go to Glendale and Felix. Felix, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, uh, Travis Lee. How you guys doing, man? Good, hey, man. Thank uh, you. I just want to let you guys know, man, it, yesterday was just a, a big, big relief for me. If, if you can tell, my, my, my voice is really sore. It's really hoarse. Uh, two weeks, man, I was just stressing out because, man, I, I, just, I could almost taste this championship. <laughs> but it was like, dude, one more game. And, you know, like I was telling uh, some of my friends, you know, in, in, in football, it, it everything is a game seven. You know, you cannot have just a bad game and, you know, one bad game and it, it's over. And and my wife was like, you can't, she can't comprehend this. I was like, there's no game two, man. This is it. So she, she, everybody, everybody's, you know, in the house watching the game and everybody was just tense. Everyone was just tense. You know, and they got down by, I was just like, Ten points or or, or something Seven. like that, right? And I was Seven. like, "Man, this cannot be happening, man!" I like Stafford threw that pick right there on the thirty-yard line. I'm like, man, and you know, I was just like thinking about that game seven against the uh, the Celtics, right? They're down thirteen uh, at the start of the fourth quarter. I was like, man, this is... yeah, I'm, I'm, I was like beginning to like start sweating from the inside, man. I was like, whoo! But uh, anyway, it worked out. My Felix, is, it worked uh, out. Pre- we yeah, appreciate yeah, you calling out, into the man. show, man. Thank you for calling in. Trav, you know it's funny. The he is right. Before you blink to start the second half, it's like what just happened. <laughs> Since he gets the ball, they score a touchdown on the first play, and then I I, I can't remember if it's the first or second play. Matt Stafford, first. their first oh, it's play, first. it was first the first play, play. <laughs> and they got the ball. <laughs> yeah, and they're already in you know field goal you know, range. You're, you're right. It's it, it's funny you say that because that's another one of these moments that you kind of forget because of everything that happens mm-hmm. after. The Rams' defense only giving up three points in that moment sure. after the interception was massive. Sure. Because if they go in for another touchdown right there, who knows what it is. I actually was making my way back to the press box when they hit the touchdown to open up the second half. Because mm-hmm. it's a walk. It takes, I don't know, seven or eight minutes. I'm walking, and I can't see the field where I'm walking. And you just hear this roar. I'm like, that's not good. I had no idea what had happened. I come up into the press, and I'm like, yep, there it is. And you see all the Bengals people going, what's your, oh, wait, what, a lot of Bengals people there last night. What's your fast walk like? Like, what is that? I, what do you mean? I got a walk. I, I know, I, but I move at one speed. Well, because you said you were. it took seven or eight minutes. You're in yeah. a hurry. 
Like, is it your back is straight? Like, your arms are moving? Like, what nah, is – I'm curious of purpose, a fast walk just that you have. It. So, if I'm normally a 1, this is like a 1.1. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. How about this, Al? LeBron James passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who, by the way, got an unbelievable ovation at SoFi last That's night. Awesome. They had Clayton Kershaw got in there. Yeah, Kershaw. Uh-huh. And then they go to Shaq, and Shaq does something that Shaq does. And then yep, they go that. to Kareem, and then pe- people went nuts when they saw awesome. Kareem. It was very cool to see it. Uh, so LeBron passes Kareem as the all-time points leader in combined regular season and postseason points. So this is interesting because it's a big deal and it wasn't talked about at all. You know, it it just wasn't – and I know the playoff portion is eventually when he passes, if he does pass Kareem, he should pass Karl Malone this year for number two. And then eventually the the gauges next season he would pass Kareem if he plays X amount of games and so forth. I thought this would actually be a little bit bigger of a deal. You almost found out about it the day of the Laker-Warrior game, and it's like, oh, he's only 19 points shy of that? Yeah, here's another thing, LeBron. will just check off the list of the history books. It, I wonder, Slee, if it's not because – because in baseball, right? I, and this isn't right, but I remember there was a period of time. Do you know who played more postseason games than anyone else in baseball history? It was David Justice. But you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, like, Dave, okay, David just a pretty good player, but it's because of all the extra rounds, and instead of best of five, it's best of seven. Is that part of the reason that that particular lane, it's just that LeBron has been in the postseason so long, seven-game okay. series along the way. Is that why? I got the number. So LeBron has played in 266 playoff games. That's it. How many do you think Kareem has played in? Okay, Kareem played 20 years, give or take a year. Uh, it was on a good team just about every year. It's closer than I'll I say, thought. How many, how, how many does LeBron have, 266? Yep. I'll say Kareem has 230. 237. Yeah. So it's yeah. only a 30-game difference. Not that that's not a lot, but I, I, I thought what you were referencing to, okay, hey, five-game series versus seven-game series, that he'd have got maybe 100 more playoff, 50 more playoff games. I guess it's a little bit closer than you thought. It, it, but they're both the same guy, really, right? Yeah. They've both been in the league, yeah. give or take 20 years. They've mm-hmm. both been on nothing but good teams. Championship they both squads, went to yep. the finals over and over and mm-hmm. over again. That's going to add up. All right. Uh, Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray apparently are not getting along right now, which good. Look, the, the more dysfunction in the NFC West, the better sure. news for the Rams so they can, go, uh, they can go do this thing all over again. Where do people find our championship pods, Lee? ESPN app or on iTunes. If you didn't catch the show live, you could always catch it on the podcast. All three hours are posted uh, on the podcast. Just search Travis and Salima. The Rams are Super Bowl champions. That feels good to say. Mason in Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 on Travis and Salima.